0: Dave I can't drink coffee anymore I feel frazzled every time that I do and I didn't know at the time but it was a magnesium deficiency where and I think the magnesium is critical for the nerves for the myelin sheet and every time I drink coffee it would just feel even
1: the lab tested bulletproof coffee causing any problems?
0: Any coffee. Yeah. It didn't matter. It was was the caffeine response. It was the stress caffeine response that was just...
1: Is that your body couldn't handle it. And it turns out caffeine by itself is shown in studies to have health benefits now, which is kind of crazy. But uh, some people, if your adrenals are tweaked, they just, it doesn't work.
2: performance.
1: You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. Today's cool fact of the day is that pieces of earth could actually grow on Mars. And what I mean by that is that scientists have suspected for a long time that microbes in arid places can get their moisture from humidity alone, but no one has shown that dried out microbes can revive with water just taken from the air until now. And bacteria from Washington's States' hot lake began growing after absorbing humidity in a jar, according to astrobiologists from Wichita State University in Kansas. Now, the researchers grew this bacteria in magnesium sulfate brines, and this is also known as epsom salts, and perchlorates, which are toxic to humans, are the main types of salts found on Mars. And those salts don't keep water molecules away like the normal salt sodium that we like, so microbes have a better chance of catching some moisture on Mars. And we've found these magnesium-salt-tolerant microbes in clean rooms where NASA builds spacecraft. So we might already have seeded Mars with life from Earth. That's kind of cool. Now, would you believe that these same bacteria, they're called halomonas, can infect humans? They can. So what does this all mean for you? If we're looking for life on other planets, we may have already put it there, which is kind of cool. And... If you didn't get my amazing foreshadowing, we might just be talking about magnesium today. You probably missed that one, didn't you? Anyhow, keep listening and you're going to find out it's the Epsom salt kind of magnesium. Today's special episode of Bulletproof Radio is recorded live at the Beverly Hilton here in Los Angeles, which is the home of Upgrade Labs, one of the Bulletproof sister companies that's around creating the experience of upgrading yourself in way less time than you thought you would using the kind of techniques that you might hear about from Superhuman, my new book, that just hit the New York Times list a couple weeks in a row. Thank you so much if you bought the book. If you haven't yet, why are you waiting? This is gonna give you decades more life. It's really worth five hours of your time to read it, I promise. And the guys I'm interviewing are guys who are not new to the show, but they are in town today for Meet the Hacker events that we host at Upgrade Labs in Santa Monica and Upgrade Labs at the Beverly Hilton. And these are guys who are experts in how to fix and optimize digestion. You might have heard them on Bulletproof Radio episode 515 or 611 when we talked about gut and digestion and how every little enzyme does its magic. We are talking about Wade Lightheart and Matt Gallant from Bio Optimizers. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Great to be here, Dave. Now we talked about enzymes, we talked about gut digestion, the prebiotics that you guys make, but we haven't really hit on magnesium. So let's talk about magnesium. Uh, I know why magnesium is important uh, because, well, I read about that stuff, but a lot of people listening have probably heard, oh, magnesium's good for you, and that's about it, or take it for sleep. Why are you guys hot on magnesium? Well, before we get into magnesium, let's talk about stress.
3: And in today's world, a lot of us are experiencing a different kind of stress than perhaps our ancestors with the rise of digital technology, the the, the massive influx of electromagnetic pollution, and also, I would, as I would say, the extension of the silicon brain to our carbon brains, which is causing a massive inflow of data and, of course, the lifestyles that we're living. Combine that with uh, the shifts in the last 100 years in food production and food distribution, which is radically altered and we, we solved the calorie problem and then created a nutrient deficiency on mass and particularly in North America what happens is one of the stress responses is that you actually burn out a lot more magnesium out of your nervous system and and the other factor is it's a it's a food element that is involved in over 300 different reactions inside of the body including a lot of magnesium.
0: Um, go. It's vibrating.
1: you know what i like about this is that right in the middle of the show your cell phone starts vibrating when you're talking about stress from digital devices and it's i'm kind of neat right i've got this new chip in my head that lets me see people's heart rate variability and yours just dropped by 12 points
3: <laughs> i believe it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, you know what the thing too with technology is you know these dopamine hijacking systems which is what Facebook and Instagram and all of these things are designed to do create this this stress response so you know just to back off to back up what Wade was saying um, you know the, the technologies that we're using of course it's enhancing our lives in a lot of ways but it's also really accelerating the the dopamine response which is which is a stress response once it's really pushed to the max yeah
3: yeah, and to go to echo that, I was, and I got in myself into a, a, a deep stress response, committing to you know all these businesses and traveling around the world and going this. And I went and did some testing because uh, I wasn't feeling myself. I was getting burnt out. My brain wasn't as sharp as it. I was like, there's yeah, something's wrong here. I went over to Matt's place and uh, hooked him up on uh, on some brain tech, and he's like, dude, man, you're, you're you got no electrical activity. So I went and did some testing with my naturopathic doctor, and he's like, "Look, here's what's happening: like you are deficient in these elements. You're using dopamine channels to keep your adrenals going. You're dumping magnesium out of your system like crazy, and and you're you're wearing yourself out. And so I uh, started looking into you know all the stuff about stress related to magnesium, and there's a lot of research out there. I, th- I guess it's um, Dr. Leopold Galland is an MD who says. Stress increases the amount of this nutrient we lose from our body in urine leading to a dangerous deficiency. And 99% of the population is starting at a deficient rate. And even just supplementing a little bit of magnesium uh, isn't necessarily what we need in order to be optimized or superhuman, right? It's not like we're not talking RDAs. We're, we're looking at what,
1: what makes a person in that superhuman level. In fact, let's just pick on the RDAs for a second right here. The recommended daily allowance is the U.S. government's a recommended daily allowance for these minerals and vitamins. And most governments on the planet have them. They don't agree mostly. And they're mostly based on 1950s science where we didn't understand. They couldn't even spell DNA back then because they didn't know about it when these studies came out. And they studied food grown in the 1950s, which was grown largely on permaculture farms that had nutrients like oh, magnesium in the soil. So the RDA also... I'm 6'4". I only weigh around 200 now instead of 300 pounds, but the RDA for a 90-pound, 90 90-year-old 90 Asian woman is the same as for me. And I guarantee you she needs more of some things than I need, and and I need more of some things than she needs. So the RDA is completely BS. And it's still required to be put on labels, but it is meaningless when it comes to some like magnesium until you know your genetics, you know your gut bacteria, and you know your state. So if you're listening to this and you're saying, "Oh, but I got
0: enough," you didn't get enough. That's enough to keep you from dying of rickets if I, you're white. And that's the value too of, of biofeedback, which we'll, we'll get into as far as magnesium goes. But just to add to what Wade was saying, you know, it's a vicious cycle. So you you you're stressed out, you lose magnesium and you feel even more stressed out. And that's what happened to Wade, mm-hmm. which I've also experienced. I actually remember uh, we were on a Zen call, um, and I asked you. 40 years Zen, yeah. And I asked you, I said, hey, Dave, I, I can't drink coffee anymore. I feel frazzled every time that I do. And I didn't know at the time, but it was a magnesium deficiency where, it, and I think we, it, the magnesium is critical for the nerves, for the myelin sheet. And every time I would drink coffee, it would just feel it, Even
1: the lab tested Bulletproof coffee was causing you problems. Any coffee. Yeah,
0: It didn't matter. It was was the caffeine response. It was the stress caffeine response that was just.
1: Is that your body couldn't handle it. And it turns out caffeine by itself is shown in studies to have health benefits now, which is kind of crazy. But uh, some people, if your adrenals are tweaked, they just, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, Most people though, even in stage three adrenal exhaustion can handle a cup of coffee in the morning and they actually get their life back because it helps to raise cortisol in the morning and their cortisol is all broken. Were you that far? Were you, your cortisol was? I, I, I was were, definitely,
3: okay. I was definitely in that round. And, and the, the thing was, is I was relying as, as, as coffee to kind of keep me going. You can't do that. And that's, and I think that's an, that's a normal response to a lot of people in the general public. It's like, you know what, I'm just going to take a coffee. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, I need another one at noon. Yeah. You know, and then, and then I, I remember, I remember we went to, um we went to this, coffee shop in panama uh, matt and i and i i remember taking a coffee and then i'm like i need another one and then i took the third one and by that time i'm just like ah, you know and i was just like okay there's something wrong here because my body's telling me i want more but i'm feeling like there's
1: there's a cost here that's it's it was a really interesting state and I, i'm not convinced that's caffeine i that that's mold yeah. You, you drink a cup of moldy coffee, you feel anxiety when you're done and then you, you feel tired and then you want to hit it with another one. So I, I found when I drank normal coffee before I quit for five years, um, I would just need more and more and more because you drink and then you'd crash whether it's a half hour, an hour, two hours later and you'd kind of be like, if I don't have more coffee, I'm going to die. Um, when I started drinking it again and came up with the Bulletproof process and all that stuff, I don't get that anymore. And after years, it, it's like, you know, the same two, three cups and it just doesn't creep up anymore. Uh, I would I truly think that if you're looking at adrenals and you're looking at magnesium, there's something called OTA, ochratoxin A, which is the primary mold toxin that, that people focus on in coffee. There are other ones present. OTA is a bladder and a kidney toxin that will cause the body to pull water out of your plasma. It'll dehydrate you. And it'll cause you to wash minerals out because the kidney is where you're mm-hmm. going to be doing this. So you'll actually dump more magnesium if you're having more toxins present in your coffee, which is why I'm like, like when I travel, quite, pos- quite possible. I, yeah. I bring my clean coffee. I brewed it myself. You know, in the hotel room. Actually, I didn't have to. Beverly Hilton has bulletproof coffee, cold brew in the room, so I got to drink one of those. But um, almost always, even if I'm in China or Panama, I've got my little my little bulletproof beans with me because I don't know how to handle it. So I just got to say, watch out for toxins, red wine, uh, and almost any grain has OTA in it at different levels, depending on time of year. And that's going to increase magnesium dumping. So if you were already stressed, then you're taking coffee. It might not have been the cleanest coffee Yeah, and you're short magnesium. So you're doubling down on your dumping of magnesium.
3: 100%. All right.
1: Yeah. And so that's where it becomes a vicious cycle. This is the vicious cycle that happens,
3: you know? And so fortunately- as you advocate is go get your labs done, go get some experts in there, find out what's going on. Because even if you're doing what a lot of things are right, there's, there's always areas being a high performer and just kind of giving it all the time. Uh, we just have a burn rate that's higher and we're, we're on that red line a lot more and you just have to be a little bit more careful. And so, what labs did you get done? Uh, we did. Uh, I did a Spectrocell lab. We did Dutch test. We did uh, homo IR. We did, um, Let's see, genetic testing. Oh, we so did, you went through the whole $5,000 yeah, worth of labs. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, I just did it all. all right. And,
1: and you know, it became pretty self-evident what was going on. It's like, okay. Now, most people listening don't have five grand to drop on labs. So you can get your magnesium tested. Though You can get red blood cell magnesium. And mm-hmm. you got that. Did you get any other magnesium tests?
0: Well, so, just to jump in, it, it is very difficult to actually test yeah. magnesium because Quite. it tends to go into the tissues, to the cells. So, mm-hmm. so blood test for magnesium is is probably one of the the least effective blood tests you can do compared to other uh, minerals and test hormones and stuff.
1: I, I agree. So you you can't really know a good deficiency there.
0: Yeah, uh, the, but the biofeedback, which we'll yeah. get more into, I think is a better. Uh, Indicator of your magnesium load in the body, which again, if you're stressed out, and, and we'll get into a bunch of studies and in, in later in the call, later in the recording, there's definitely some correlation between anxiety and magnesium deficiencies. Oh, a huge one! Yeah, yeah.
3: the the Mayo Clinic was talking about the long-term activation of the stress response uh, and chronic overexposure to cortisol and other stress hormones. Uh, I was actually going through an extremely stressful business uh, situation with a. Uh, with a, a former partner of mine that was also driving the engine, uh, but what they talked about it puts you at increased risk of a whole bunch of health conditions, including anxiety, depression, digestive health problems, headaches, heart disease, sleep problems, weight gain, memory and concentration impairment, and so much more.
1: And this is chronic stress doing that.
3: Yeah, and okay. I'm I'm not an anxious kind of guy.
1: No, but not, I was
3: waking up feeling anxious yeah. and I was like, Whoa, this is never like, I've never had that experience in my t- entire life. And it was a, it was a shocking, as I say, come to Jesus moments. Like, okay, you need to pay attention here. What's going on.
1: Something with biohacking that, that's just worth noting. Cause you guys are longtime biohackers and you come to the biohacking conference. And, um, this is a quote from one of my friends who went through uh, 40 years of Zen. And he's like, Dave, with, with his bulletproof stuff, you can move the wall out quite a lot, but there still is a wall. <laughs> and mm-hmm. because it's moved out so far, you'll be going faster when you hit it, right? <laughs> so, That's a really good analogy. <laughs> it, it, isn't it? It and, really is. And this happens to a lot of people, but you're like, I've never actually run at full speed before because you'd always hit the wall before you got up to full speed. So managing your stress becomes more important if you're a high performer. And this isn't 100%. something that, that is that talked about a lot in the, in the world of stress. And I was like, oh, I'm so stressed. What am I going to do? And you're like, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm in good shape you know, I'm kicking ass, but what's going on now? And it's because you're kicking ass that you became more aware when you hit the
0: wall. I think the more ass you want to kick, the more you need to be concerned with recovery, rejuvenation, and that's where a lot of the biohacking technologies come in. This is also where magnesium comes in. Um, like I'm on the road right now for a 12 day trip. You know, I went floating, I went to the labs, um, I did acupuncture, you know, I'm, I'm loading up on magnesium. All these things will, manage the stress. Because you know, traveling is stressful, business is stressful, you know, but we need to be able to to have a resilience. And really if we look at it from an athletic metaphor, you know, athletes, there's a direct correlation between the amount of training they can do and the recovery. Yep. If you want to train really hard and achieve incredible performance, you need to recover really deep. So to to me, an entrepreneur, We're like athletes for the mind, right? If we look at just the way we push our brains, we push our nervous systems, it's the same thing. We need to make sure that we're recovering at all times.
1: So so you guys got really into magnesium, which is so tied to enzymes throughout the body and you're experts Mm -hmm. in enzymes, and it's tied to our stress response specifically. I wanna ask you about my favorite test for magnesium uh, sufficiency. Uh, You take uh, magnesium supplements, uh, and you take a normal dose, and if they don't give you the runs, you take a double dose you're deficient, and if you take a triple dose, you're really deficient. You take a quadruple dose, you're really deficient, so the world's first biofeedback is disaster pants
0: right, So, <laughs> well, just to jump in on that, there are certain magnesiums that do pull in more waters than than others that is true um so that is that is one thing, but yeah, we can get into i guess how we we fixed ourselves, and yeah you know there was a real um Convergence of three different people that told us about their magnesium protocol. One was Charles Poliquin at Mm -hmm. the Bulletproof Conference a couple years ago. I actually
1: dedicated uh, Game Changers to Charles. Um, He just passed.
3: He
0: was he was a really uh, special man. And
1: and, and what was fascinating about I remember that
3: specific, which was one of the best talks I saw at at Bulletproof. He was just such a wealth of information, and what I funny when I went through this and we started looking this it triggered in my head. Or I remember that talk and he talked about the different types of magnesium that he would use in specific uh, for specific organs and also for specific athletes depending on what their drain was. so there was different magnesiums for your heart, some for your brain, some for your muscles and and I had never heard that level of differentiation and why he said it was one of the number one, supplements that he used with all of his Olympic athletes. And he, yeah, he, he had so many different gold medals. They're yeah. like 27 or 30. It's some ridiculous number of gold medals and different events. And I, I remember seeing, that and I was like, I'd never heard of that. And of course, interesting enough, wasn't that long after that, I, that I ran into that. So it was kind of like my, my RAS picked up something that I discovered, you know, six months later, is was like, we need to dive deep in this mat and, and figure nice. this whole thing out. Because I went out and started buying all these magnesium. So I found out there's all different kinds of magnesiums and I started buying, you know, all of a sudden I had this whole cupboard full of different magnesiums. I'm taking this for this and this for this and this for this. So it got pretty complicated and uh, we decided to go as deep as we could in this uh, kind of endeavor. Beautiful.
0: But so so Charles talked about his protocol, which was, you know, two to five grams of magnesium with 10 to 25 grams of, of fish oil a day. There seems to be a synergy between fish oil and magnesium, which I think on a, as far as rebuilding the myelin sheet and and healing the nervous system, there seems to be some really powerful synergies. Also Mercola talked about the same type of protocol, magnesium and, and fish oils to deal with the EMF. Yep. And then a good friend of ours, uh, Clayton, he's, he's not a, a publicly known figure, but he's probably one of the highest level of consciousness human beings we've we've ever met. And one of the interesting things there seems to be when your level of consciousness gets really up there. If you've read David Hawkins' work, you know in the high five hundreds and beyond, that there's a real it, it burns up the nervous system. And you know we we've been to Zen. Um, I've been to Zen five times, yeah. and a good friend of ours. Uh, By the 20- way, just
1: if, if you're listening, and you don't know Zen. 40 Years of Zen is a five-day intensive neurofeedback program, a company that I started and that I've used on my own brain. You've been there five times.
0: Going to six soon.
1: Yeah, just for I don't want people who hear that go, what the heck is going to Zen?
0: And just just go. If you haven't been to Zen, <laughs> it's awesome. Um, but a good friend of ours, Tony, he has very high gamma waves. And we've we saw that when he increases his gamma, that his nervous system would kind of get frazzled. Like it's a very intense brainwave. It's a very fast, rapid brain. Uh, wave that seems to stress the nervous system so even you know from a spiritual perspective i think that when you when you're you know, when you're really high level consciousness that you're burning up a lot of magnesium and you we've all heard the stories of uh, eckhart tolle and even david hawkins that when they kind of had that huge leap that were they were sitting on a park bench for three years or hawkins moved to sedona and right. sold manure for seven years mm-hmm. so to see <laughs> that's literally what he did Um, So it seems that there is a correlation between high-level consciousness and burning magnesium or just any stress response. And it seems that gamma is very intense and it takes a while for the nervous system to adapt.
1: But it takes huge amounts of energy to enter any of the altered states of high performance that our brains are capable of. And you don't make ATP without magnesium. So what I found at 40 Years of Zen, we have very uh, advanced spiritual people will just naturally come to the program and will help them tune it. But it, there's a reason there's an executive chef there and a wall of supplements because I, I can't do that in five days for anyone's brain until they're fully tuned. And if they're magnesium deficient, you simply won't make the same brain waves you can make when your cells work. And you look at how fast can you run? Or how big of a brainwave can you make? It's the same thing, it's an electron. Did you have enough of them and could you direct them where you wanted to, like a professional? And that makes everything, including being an Olympic athlete, sounds a little easier, because number one is energy production, number two is ability to focus the energy to do what you want. And if you're missing this key thing, and since magnesium is such a foundational element for everything, yeah, you're going to suck at meditation, you're going to suck at relaxing, you're going to suck at recovery, and you're going to suck at running too, if you're deficient in it.
0: And as far as uh, getting it from food, it is it is difficult um, to to find food with magnesium, as you were alluding to, the, the way food is farmed and... There's not that much magnesium left in the soil compared to what it used to be. And it's also difficult to absorb orally to a certain degree. So we do, we do need in our, in our opinion to supplement and supplement enough of it. Well,
1: you don't even have to say in your opinion, look, if you're, if you're of the mindset that, oh, I'm going to get all of my nutrients from food. I don't know what planet you're living on, but it's not this (laughs) one because there's two core things going on. Number one, food is depleted in minerals compared to what it was. The higher levels of CO2 cause food to have less minerals than it did before because it grows faster, so it has less time to pull it out of the soil. And... If you only get your minerals from your foods, clearly you should only get your toxins and your stressors from Mother Nature as well. So if you're living in the Garden of Eden, um, if you could just uh, drop your GPS coordinates, I'll drop another million people who are gonna move there right after you and deplete your soil. So no, if you're not taking supplements, you're doing it wrong and you're going to die of a degenerative disease sooner than if you don't. And that is just the facts of life today.
0: I agree 100%, I mean we're all transhumanists here to different degrees. And, you know, supplements are like the first level of, of transhumanism. You know, we're, we're using science and technology. No, no, they're not.
1: Blankets <laughs> are the first transhumanist technology. Yeah. Well, we use the technology enough. to stay warm. Oh my God. We're all transhumanists because we're all constantly using technology to be exactly.
0: better. Exactly. And supplements are part of that. You know, so I mean, we are all born to to peak in our 20s and early 30s and then start slowly degrading and dying. And that's what I love about your book, Superhuman. You did a, a great job of basically laying out tools in a roadmap to, to, to extend our peak, extend our prime and hack this, this biological condition we're all born with, which is called aging and death.
1: It's one of those things that we're, we're all going to deal with. And I would really first focus on reducing suffering before you die, that's that in superhuman, uh, the first thing to do to live a long time is don't die. (laughs) There's these these four things that are likely to kill you and all of them are tied to chronic inflammation which is tied to chronic stress and many of them are tied to deficiencies of one sort or another including magnesium. And long time listeners, people have been following the blog for seven, eight years, uh, if you go back and you look at the blog post "Top 10 Supplements to Live Longer," uh, which is a very old post but one that's still heavily trafficked. Um, by the way, it's on DaveAsprey.com. I put a lot of the original content that wasn't about coffee and collagen um, on just my own site with all my my books and all that. Um, so if you guys haven't had a chance to check out uh, DaveAsprey.com, you should you should hit it hit it up. But in that post, magnesium and vitamin D are the top two that are up there. And now at this point, I've added A and K as you have to take those with vitamin D. We didn't even know that eight years ago. But magnesium is at the top. You guys have focused on getting the right form. And to be super transparent about this, Bulletproof makes supplements. We have some great mitochondrial optimization stuff. There is no way that I'm going to make every supplement on the planet. My job is to find the cool stuff that works and to talk about it. And if if I make some stuff, great. But uh, we don't make a magnesium because I feel like there's Other magnesiums out there, there's many bottles of it, but you guys have gone to the trouble of putting together a a well-thought-through stack, and this is something that is actually a market gap right now, so you just filled it.
0: Yeah, and again, because we, as Wade was alluding to, um, we were taking, you know, it was a lot of different pills. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's put it that way. It was a lot of different types of magnesium. So what we decided to do is to combine them all in one pill, including the cofactor. This isn't
1: gonna be one pill. I mean, in, in no, one yeah. type of pill. One type of pill. <laughs> magnesium yeah, is mean, a giant molecule. And and for if for people who don't like taking pills, here's the deal. There is no way if someone says you can have one a day, you cannot fit enough magnesium in one pill to be sufficient. And not to mention all the other stuff that allegedly is in your one pill a day. So that's mostly decorative, uh, the the one pill a day things. I I simply don't believe in those. I really want them to be true. But until we have that Fred Flintstone, I may be dating myself, uh, image where uh, actually, no. This is the Jeffersons, one of the first science fiction cartoons. Yeah, I love that. They're saying, oh, "I'm gonna have a steak." So the guy gets out a tiny little little pill, sets it on this giant plate, and then cuts it with a knife, and it turns into a steak. Yeah. Until we can do that in a in a in a thing, your magnesium formula is not gonna be one pill. Just
0: yeah, exactly. be really no, no. When I say one pill, I mean we've just put all of the different magnesiums in. in so you one can open formula. one bottle. One yeah. bottle. Okay. So. There we go. Yeah. So let's go through the different magnesiums and what they do. Um, first, there's a magnesium chelate which is really important for muscle building, recovery, and health. So for people that work out, it's a great magnesium. Then there's magnesium citrate, which seems to help <clears throat> with obesity. One study found that this form really helped with arterial stiffness in healthy overweight individuals. And Wade, maybe you talk about— What's a healthy overweight individual? <laughs> I don't know. We have to ask the, the study. Uh, <laughs> the guys
1: did the study. But Sounds like military intelligence. <laughs>
0: I love oxymorons. Uh, Wait, what did you talk about when you did the magnesium IVs in in Bali? And yeah. your your theory around magnesium and calcium?
3: Yeah, it was really interesting. So, so of course, hey, let's let's hack this. <laughs> We've got a magnesium deficiency. I was in uh, uh, Bali, Indonesia, and I had a, a naturopathic friend who was uh, cool with giving me uh, intravenous mm-hmm. magnesium. And so we would go up to twenty grams, and which is at, about yep. the threshold dosage that you can
1: do you get flushing from that. I I do that as well. You get
3: a lot more than flushing. You get a lot of things. So when you take that, um, and I don't recommend starting at 20, you kind of... It it could actually kill you. Yeah. So you kind of go up and you have a medical professional to monitor. This is not something you do in your basement. And uh, and you kind of bring it on. And first off, there's a general relaxed sense that you had. And I remember the first time and I was like, I, I just went to a level of chilled out. I was like, oh man, this is great. And then the the next thing that happened was really fascinating is, you know, muscles where I have kind of calcium deposits from, you know, 35 years of lifting heavy inanimate objects were literally starting to burn. And Uh I believe that the magnesium was starting to bond with the calcium and just dissolve these things. And I would also feel it inside my brain as well. Calcium deposits in my brain. I'd feel like hot points
1: inside of my brain I was like this is why a- do you think those were not just mitochondrial activation could versus been. calcium it could
3: have been but the, you know for me it, what i noticed is afterwards i had i because I, I did several treatments of this i had improved rotation in my shoulders i felt more flexible so i was seeing a difference where these adhesions had kind of broken down
1: could very well been mitochondria in the brain i mean as or just a relaxation anti-inflammatory response the reason i'm a little skeptical there is i don't have good data that says that these forms of magnesium are going to chelate calcium specifically Um, there is a calcium magnesium ratio in the body Uh, that you need to maintain most people have way too much calcium which is i think you're you're about to go there with that but i don't believe that magnesium by itself will go in and displace calcium in most of those bonds i don't think there's enough energy to do that unless you guys have some data i don't have yeah all 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 this is anecdotal i think it's inflammation based not calcium based but i could be wrong so keep going
0: so the uh, next one is magnesium bigly- biglycinate or glycinate. It's pretty much the same thing. This one's used to treat uh, different things, such as st- upset stomach, heartburn. It's also really good for sleep. It's a good product to take before sleep. It'll help induce uh, quicker, faster sleep. Magnesium malate, which some people believe is the most bioavailable form. It can help with migraines, chronic pain, and depression. Magnesium L3-ornate, which you... Serve at Zen, four years of Zen. It's a really good one for the brain. That was my favorite. Yeah, that's, yeah. it's a really Do good. I take
1: one. it every night. I really
3: like that one. Yeah,
0: short term memory, long term memory. Mm-hmm. Magnesium taurate, which is the best one for your heart. Um, one study noted that the complex magnesium torate may thus have considerable potential as a vascular protective supplement. And then finally, magnesium orotate, which is helpful also for the heart, believed to be the best one for metabolic improvements. So again, it's another really good one for people that work out. But the other thing too is cofactors, so b six, manganese. And we've added um, you know monoatomic elements, some humic fulvic minerals. To help the absorption, because again, you know, magnesium doesn't exist in a vacuum, so that's that's what we put together, and uh, you know, we, we can get into a bunch of different studies. But we maybe talk about the protocol that you did to heal your nervous system and your brain and your whole uh, stress response.
1: Be, before we do that protocol, I I want to comment on your list here. So you hit chelate, mm-hmm. uh, and then we've got citrate, bisglycinate, malate, threonate, torate, and orotate. Correct. People ask me all the time, Dave, what kind of magnesium should I take? And my answer is, you want as many of the ones that end in eight as you can get. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys have all of them, including the rarest one probably. Most people don't understand orotate at all. Mm -hmm. And people who are fans of uh, bulletproof supplements know that I make uh, zinc and copper orotate. Uh, formula because orotate absorbs very differently and better than a lot of other forms. So the fact that you guys got that obscure form orotate in there uh, is, is I think, really noteworthy. That this is a really complete formula. I can tell you, I have not found in the entire time I've been using supplements, you know, twenty five plus years a single formula that has all these in it. So this, we this is useful. This. That's why we did
0: it. I mean, our <laughs> time our, saving. our uh, philosophy at Bioptimizer is either we're the first in class, meaning we're the first guys to produce this type of product, or we're the best in class. And with magnesium, we just felt it was an opportunity to create something superior. Yep,
1: uh, there isn't a product like this I've ever found. So to get all seven forms of it in a pill is, uh, or in a handful of pills. How many do you take, by the way?
0: Well, let's get into the dosage. Um, in our opinion, especially again, if you're fried and a little burnt out, uh, doing a 90-day loading phase, you know, probably starting with a gram a day, to two grams, to three grams, because you know, if if you if you step up, what we found is that uh, your gut biome won't get. You won't get disaster pants <laughs> if you just jump right to like four or yeah. five grams a day. <laughs> You're not going to like your life. <laughs> yeah, you might. You might
3: have some challenges. In, in divided dosages is is, is yeah. better as well. And so mm-hmm. for me, when I started that whole routine, um I started at two grams and then I scaled right up to six before I got any. And you were crunch. deficient. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Really bad. So, and I did that, and you know, I do a gram in the morning and then another gram, you know, later in the day, another one. And, and so it literally took six grams for me to start. That's when I hit. And so just using like what they did in orthomolecular nutrition with Hoffer and Pauling and all those guys, I believe that one of the biohacks hacks that I've always been into is take up to the point where you hit tolerance and then titrate down. And then if you get, if you get the runs again, then you titrate down again. And so for me, it took a few months. Uh, we went from six, and then it went down to five, and then it—you know—now I, I take, uh, I still take three grams a day, uh, and with no side effects other than I feel great and I've feel relaxed. Two- and I can now have coffee again. Okay, <laughs> I can have a coffee every nice. day. I'm like last time we so talked, we here, were on the show. Yeah, I wasn't having coffee because I was in the middle of that recovery cycle. Now, uh, you know, just a, a few weeks ago, I—I I actually. Got to have my first coffee and didn't have any of the the negative responses and stuff, again. and so that was great. So yeah, I've been benefit? able to go
0: to drinking coffee daily again and and have no issues. So yeah, I think I think magnesium. Just to share an anecdotal story that what I experienced, I got to a point where I was literally in a zen mode like all the time. Like my nervous system had had so much magnesium that. Like literally, I hit a level of zen and chill that I probably never hit. And it was kind of like all the time, which was interesting.
1: What if there was a way to feel younger for longer? Well, there is. Your body needs something called the NAD plus molecule to help you age well. When you're young, your body makes a lot of NAD plus and that helps you make energy. It helps you keep your DNA healthy, absorb nutrients well, and it protects your cells from stress. But once you hit about 30, your NAD plus levels start to drop. The good news is that longevity scientists have found some things that can help, like niacin, niacinamide, and niagen. They help your body make more NAD+, even as you age. All three of these are in an amazing formula called Qualia NAD+. Check out Qualia NAD+, risk-free, for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com slash dave15 to save an extra 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash dave15, Qualia NAD+. It's what I use. Do you guys worry about disrupting the calcium-magnesium ratio? I mean, you need two calciums for every one magnesium. And, I mean, most people, it they're way calcified. There's free mm-hmm. calcium floating around. EMFs make it way worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, But if you're supplementing six grams a day for long periods of time, are you going to go upside down and actually be calcium deficient? You
3: know, there's a there's a possibility, and that's why you got to run your labs regularly and and pay attention to what's going on. Check your bone density tests, like I know you have some tests. And what's interesting is with this that was another thing on the uh, DEXA scan. Um, my my bone density actually went up, and that was it was a it was a three percent increase. And I have high bone density as it is because I've been lifting weights for so long, Um, and so. The uh, the practitioner in Vancouver, Canada, was just like, "Wow, he was, we don't usually see that in you know middle aged men. Their bone density going up unless they're doing something different." I could see someone who was untrained moving into maybe one of your bone density training programs or something like that, but I was a.
1: You're already in great shape, so you should add dense bones. Yeah, yeah. magnesium is part of the matrix in the bones. It makes total sense. If you're deficient, your body's going to take it out of the bones for metabolic processes. There's this amazing graceful degradation. So in the body, there's a, a distributed system that has a list of most important for survival processes. And it's stack-ranked. And so if there's only enough magnesium, it goes in the first one. And if there's enough, it goes to the second. And then if there's enough, it goes to the third. It's not evenly spread across these things. It's, it's a very elegant, well-controlled system. And I, we don't know that entire list, but your body knows. And it, it, it does that calculation the same way that a distributed system does. And that there isn't like one master thing in your brain going, I know the list. It's, that it, it's like having a quadrillion little computers working at once on solving the problem. And what comes out is the stack-ranked
0: list. And, and your, your body's very smart and, and has this massive supply of calcium in the bone and we can grab calcium as needed. And, and one of the ways we know that is when people drink like lemon water, which is super acidic, if you do a pH test, your pH test goes up. Well, I thought why it is, was
1: alkaline. It says it's alkalizing right there on the bottle.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm. which you know, if you if you understand science, <laughs> we understand what's happening. Your body is is using buffers and yeah. calcium from the bone and other parts of the body to to buffer the acid. So you know, as far as being concerned, I think what Wade said as far as doing a DEXA scan is probably the best way to make sure that your bone density is not going down. Um, But again, we have this massive supply of calcium in the body, so we're not too concerned.
1: It's not something, especially if you're taking your vitamin D and your vitamin K, it's not something that I worry about too much. But I I do think it's worth talking about, Uh, I don't believe you can do really bad things except for diarrhea if you're taking it orally. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are a few cases, um, usually parents who are giving kids enemas with magnesium sulfate or Epsom salts. You can die. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually disrupt the electroactivity in the cells from too much intravenous or rectal, uh, but probably not oral, at least not that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the doses we're talking about here are not those kinds of doses, and if you're soaking in, in you know a flotation tank like the one I've got at home, uh, you're unlikely to do that unless you pickle yourself for you know 72 hours of straight floating without drinking anything. But these are relatively safe. Uh, In the overall scheme of all the things you could do, including eating 16 bowls of kale, I would say is worse than overdosing on magnesium. Uh, (laughs) So um, I I just wanted to call that out, though, just because magnesium is good for you. If you were to only take magnesium, be calcium deficient for a very, very long period of time, or you were to do a a dose that gets past the, the gut via some other technology, there could be risks. But man... If we're worried about that, let's talk about potassium. That stuff will kill you way faster than magnesium, Mm -hmm. right? So I think this is one of those things where pushing it, you'll know when you push it too far because your gut's going to tell you. So I think this is a, a nice, safe, and very important supplement for people to take.
0: Yeah, we can talk about what the benefits are, what can you expect from it. And what's amazing with magnesium, we know it's involved in 300 different metabolic processes. So we really see improvements on just about every part of the body, starting with even blood sugar. So it helps move blood sugar into your muscles and dispose of lactate, which can help build up during exercise and cause pain. So you can see an exercise performance on that component. Um, we've seen improvements with athletes, elderly. We've seen uh, volleyball players be able to improve their jumping and arm movement. We've seen athletes um, who were cycling and swimming improve their performance. And it also had reductions in insulin and stress response. So magnesium can help with uh, fat loss again it's not a fat loss supplement but it, it can really help
1: well if you're if you make more atp if your body's better at turning food into energy magically you're going to accumulate less fat it's just how it works
0: mm-hmm. so and of course one of the probably the biggest ones is around mood um so low levels have been linked increased risk of de- uh, depression it's also been uh, shown to reduce symptoms of depression and the results sometimes can be really dramatic um, it's also been used and and to be as effective as antidepressant drugs, but only four hundred and fifty milligrams with uh, different people who had who suffered from depression. So you know from all these different aspects, it's just incredible. even diabetes, one study followed more than four thousand people for twenty years and found those with the highest magnesium levels were forty seven percent less likely to develop diabetes. People with type two diabetes taking high doses of magnesium each day experience significant improvement in blood sugar and hemoglobin one A one C levels compared to a control group. Um, even blood pressure has been improved. Uh, We've seen improvements in in CRP and other inflammatory markers. So, you know, migraines, like I said, it almost improves just about every part of your physiology.
1: And all of those reasons are why it is the number one on my list of things you've got to take, um, just not even to live forever, but just to function really well. Um, some of the things that you haven't mentioned, though, that I think are most noteworthy is just muscle cramps. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I used yeah. to wake up as a kid and I'd have these horrible, painful cramps in in my my calves. It was like someone had just kicked me. And I just, I didn't know what to do about it. So I'd you know, try to go back to sleep, but it it was it was real pain. And it turns out, well, I'm living in a basement that has toxic mold, which causes all sorts of mineral dumping. So I was already deficient and it puts a load on the kidneys, and I wasn't taking magnesium. So I just thought this was a normal thing that happened when you slept. I haven't had a leg cramp in 20 years because I take my magnesium.
3: Brings up something, too, because when I was going through this stressful period, it turns out I was living in a building that had mold, the only good <laughs> thing. And so that it's was so a con that was, that was, and I had moved to that building and I had been in a pretty, optimal space before and didn't do the mold testing before I went in there. And then all of a sudden uh, I think that might've been a contributing factor to the, to the, to the down oh, the dumping it, of the magnesium.
1: It makes so much sense. Just the whole stress response, the, the amount of stress you can handle if you live in a moldy environment or work in one, it's 10% of what you could normally have. Mm-hmm. And if you guys, you guys have probably seen moldy movie, the documentary yeah. I did on this. Yeah. So moldymovie.com It's free. You can just go watch it. Um, You guys should go watch this movie. It's one hour. There's a dozen experts and people like us who are high performing people, uh, including a a husband and wife couple who are both doctors who moved into a moldy house. So this is affecting 100 million structures in the U.S. right now. So, yeah, if you live in mold, you're going to need your magnesium. But if you don't live in mold, you're going to need your magnesium. And it, now it makes a lot more sense. So you're you're running at your top speed. You're an entrepreneur. You're in a stressful situation, and then the biological environmental stress gets dumped in on top of that, and the systems all go haywire. It, it makes yeah. so much. Yeah, sense. Yeah, it was a perfect storm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Speaking of stress, um, we know that you know stress can lead to elevated levels of cortisol, which can lead to belly fat. But you know, as we were doing research for this product. Um, we found a really interesting study that was done in 2015 that said, that found that one a stressful event, uh, can lower your metabolism. And, you know, they found that women were burning 104 fewer calories in a seven hour period. So that's
1: what kind of stress, like emotional stress, chronic yeah, any, stress, any
0: type of stressful event,
1: like lifting weights,
0: probably maybe, I don't know. It's an interesting <laughs> question. I mean, obviously we know that tr- lifting weights will increase metabolism, uh, it's first the, the But recovery. it's also
1: a stressor. Any heavy exercise is a stressor. Any virus is a stressor. A fight with your uh, so, boyfriend, husband, yeah. wife, so, but, whatever. It is
0: yes, all well, of those I think
3: one of the interesting things today is the stress that we're getting today is not coming from what are biological systems. It's not a saber-toothed tiger tearing us. It's not like a, another tribe trying to kill us. Yeah. It, it. They're often what I call psychic stresses because of this extension into this whole digital realm. And, and I think... What's interesting is right now, we our definition of how we want to live or how humans have lived in the past doesn't really apply to the way the world is today and how we respond to that. And that's why I think biohacking is becoming so prevalent with high performers. It's yeah. because they understand that we are not living in the world of grandma and grandma. We are not we're being subjected to so much more information, so much more. Where we're making decision, we're making decision making. You see thousands of advertisements. You're making decisions. You're reading thousands of different messages that are coming on your computer, and there can be responses to that. That we normally we'd be actually physically moving and doing something, but here we're just sitting here at our desk or doing whatever. And I think that's the, that's the, the the real killer too. We don't have those
1: natural mechanisms of movement. There's a there's a new recent study that's making the rounds in media where they're talking about people under 25 and the prevalence of anxiety, like like diagnosable anxiety and depression. It's almost half of them. Mm -hmm. And it's because we have these ancient threat detection systems looking for tigers, but when you're young, you haven't developed the wisdom and the resilience that comes from realizing, oh, those aren't tigers on Facebook. Because it feels like it's a tiger. Someone criticizes you when you're 15 or when you're 20. And I think that's why biohacking is taking off so much with people who are under 25, because they're saying well I don't like feeling this anxiety, this depression, so I think even though my mom and dad might not take magnesium, I'm gonna go take my magnesium, I'm going to change my sleep, I'm going to get an aura ring, I'm gonna do all the different things, because it it sucks to feel stressed all the time, and people are just saying I don't wanna do that anymore, and certainly that was what drove me as the beginning, I didn't wanna be fat, I didn't wanna be in pain, I didn't wanna be stressed and act like a jerk all the time. So I, I feel like it's becoming more of interest to younger people, which is also surprising because the data that I have from people who bought uh, Superhuman, this is a book on how to live to 180. It doesn't matter how old you are, you, you start applying it. It's just easier to do it when you're young and it costs less. And the number of people who are saying, I, I'm interested, if you went back 20 years, you would have said no one under 40 would have touched a book like that. But now it's actually become of interest because people are saying, I don't. I don't want this kind of crap anymore. Like I'm done with it. So I I think you guys are gonna find there's a lot of people who are saying, you know, I'm 24 and I decided to invest in magnesium or any of these other biohacking things or they're already drinking Bulletproof coffee but they're saying the things that give me more return on what I put in. So if I spend a dollar on whatever food, whatever technology, whatever supplement, did I get way more than a dollar's worth of energy and and sensation Mm -hmm. from it? We're starting to wake up, it doesn't really matter how it tastes if it makes you feel like crap, right? That that was 1970s thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now it better make me feel good and it better taste good. And from a supplement, well, you know, I better be able to take it and feel a difference or I, maybe I don't want to take it because I have a limited budget and limited time and most people aren't going to swallow 150 supplements a day like I do. And I don't know if you guys are up to that number, but you're pretty close. <laughs> we're, we're in.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I and mean, then that's part of our job as um you know, kind of thought leaders in the industry is like, we need to push the envelopes. We yeah. need to rev the engines and find out what goes wrong. And so then, you know, kind of report back for people in America. That's kind of our responsibility and why we do what we do. I mean, I'm I, I'm hardwired this way. You're hardwired. this math. We're all hardwired to kind of keep, you know, moving the evolutionary chain, I think. And, uh, you know, sometimes you, you hit the curb and learn, and sometimes you crash and burn. But the good news is, is the technology is now present to rebuild ourselves. So we're all living kind of the $6 million man dream. If you remember that movie back in the day, we have the technology and here we are right here in Beverly Hills where, yeah, guess what? You can come into the labs, get your testing, do some stuff and, and start optimizing yourself for the new world because
1: we are not living in the world of our ancestors. I wonder how many people listening. Remember the $6 million man. Are we dating ourselves? We totally dating ourselves, but you know, I think it's okay. Okay, I'm, I'm in my forties, by the way, I just celebrated um, earlier this week, my 26% birthday. that's great (laughs) i'm doing it in percentages now so it barely changes that's awesome Uh, but if if you're not familiar with this this was one of my favorite tv shows when i was under 10 probably and lee Majors starred in it and it was this guy gets in a horrible car accident so they spend six million dollars which, by the way, is the amount I made and lost in my 20s. Um, <laughs> and uh, they spent $6 million upgrading him. And they put in these. Which th- was a fantastic amount of money. Oh, it was, it, was it was enough like, to like you know, rule the world. <laughs> and and they, they replaced his skeleton way before they had adamantium and wolverine. And every time he moved, they'd make this like. Eh, 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 yeah, the bionic sound. Yeah, that was a cool thing. And then two years later, like, where's the Bionic Woman? So then she came out in her own series. And these were some of the first transhumanist TV shows that weren't some like weird sci-fi kind of things. And even back then, sci-fi was mostly spaceships. It wasn't like, oh, now we're half robots. So this was very much thought leadership and way better than chips.
0: Yeah, we really need, we're basically (laughs) using technology to combat technology, if that makes sense, you know, we again, we we have all these these stressors, and most people wake up. The typical person wakes up, they go right, pretty much, into a fight or flight response. They might pull up their phone and see f- twenty alerts, and you know, go right into that, so that beta brain, brain response. If
1: you wake up and like me you leave your phone on airplane mode a, smart. until your kids drop off how many less of the capsules of magnesium do you have to take if you leave your phone on airplane mode for a while when you wake up
0: probably one <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah. no that's 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 the way to do it I mean and of course you've learned to manage your stress response and that's one of the, the big benefits of 40 years of Zen you really learn to to control your brain and your brain waves cuz you know beta beta brain waves which are pretty fast is a pretty stressful state of mind to just live in all the time. Like I said, most people wake up, they go right into that. They stay in that all day. And then once they're exhausted, they pass out and then they wake up and repeat. So they're in a kind of constant low level of fight or flight. And one of the things we want to do as human beings, as biohackers, is modulate and manage our nervous system. And that's where magnesium comes in. It's one of the best tools to combat that and and spend a little more time in parasympathetic which is kind of the healing side of the nervous system.
1: It it's a tough challenge if you look at it. On one hand, if you're in beta, that's for a sports performance, it's for mm-hmm. running away from a tiger. It's for businesses. It, it's for a fight, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's the relaxed and alert sort of alpha state where you can go into beta when you need to, but you're aware and you're paying attention. And this is a lot of the targeting of what we're training at 40 years Zen is alpha, but that's not all it is. But then if you've had too much chronic stress uh, or specifically traumas when you were younger or even just a car accident when you're older, it can kick you into this daydreamy theta state. So I see a lot of people come in and they're so stressed that they can't come out of a daydream and you look at their brainwaves and they're sort of you know, floaty a lot. They're, they're mm-hmm. less able to function in the world. And if you kick them, they'll go into beta but then they'll drop right, right down to theta. So they're kind of just sort of floating through life and they don't want to be doing that but it's a combination of low energy. They don't have enough energy to kick themselves up and it's a combination of trauma, so whatever energy they have is driving them to look for tigers that aren't tigers, so they just sorta, their their nervous system kinda gives up. I I firmly believe that when you get your supplementation stack right, your energy levels go up and you can pull yourself out of that floaty daydream state, which by the way was my default mode as a young person, Uh, and then it would be either like daydream or fight. (laughs) Daydream or fight, and so, that path of evolution is to teach yourself to be able to go to the daydreamy state, which is where creativity and intuition happen, uh, to be able to function where you can look there and go there when you need to and go into, into a beta state when you need to, but generally be alert and relaxed and mm-hmm. functioning. You will not do that if you have lots of toxins in your body or you have basic mineral deficiencies because your body can't make the energy to do it. Like It, it makes so much sense. It's just rational Western science because effect stuff like that. And that's why you fix your body, you fix your biology, and then you do your personal development work. But if you say, I'm going to go meditate and I can't make electrons to meditate, you're kind of wasting your time. So I I think you guys just hit the, the first one. On the list. I, I would
3: call magnesium the master mineral, really. It's a it's a precursor to so many different reactions inside the body that uh, it, it just augments so many different functions that I think when people take it, they start to feel it, especially if they're taking a, a properly balanced one where you're getting all the ones. Because... People don't know they might be they might be specifically deficient in, in the magnesium in their heart or their magnesium in their brain. And so they could take a magnesium supplement, kind of a standard one, and not get the specific magnesium they need for their particular body and how they're draining their reserves.
1: Well, I appreciate you guys coming in and sponsoring today's episode. And just you know, full disclosure here, I have been on magnesium for 20 plus years. It's one of my must-have minerals. I take it every morning and I take it every night. Um, and I have been unable to find a form that has all of the stuff in it that you guys have in here, which is why I'm super happy to you know, support your form. What are you calling your new, uh, your new form? I have the beta bottle of it. It's though.
0: called the Magnesium Breakthrough. Ooh, Magnesium and uh, breakthrough. we have a very special deal for all the listeners. If you go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash dave you will get a 10 percent discount code the d- discount code is dave 10 so mag mag breakthrough.com forward slash dave and i think the discount code's already automatically applied but i
1: think if you go to slash dave you guys auto apply apply but yeah. but here's the deal um you guys really should be taking magnesium and i recommend this form because it's got all of the forms in it that i know about <laughs> and that is likely to work better than just taking one form or two forms uh, and i've uh, right now before this product i would open five bottles and mm-hmm. if I've, I've never posted a picture because i don't want people copying exactly what i take because as a former 300-pounder with autoimmune disease as a kid and mold exposure and, and all that stuff, um, most people who copied what I do that's been customized for me would not like the way they felt. Uh, so it's more about here's how to customize your own stack. Magnesium has to be in your stack uh, for pretty much, I can't think of a person who shouldn't be on magnesium unless there's some weird kidney thing going on. Um, so you've you've got to do this, and this is a superior way to get your magnesium to anything else I can think of. The other two ways that are of benefit that you don't have in here, one is uh, you can spray magnesium oil, which is magnesium chloride on your skin. It'll absorb. You can soak in Epsom salts. Mm-hmm. And both of those are a little bit less convenient for travel <laughs> <laughs> and at home. And they won't do everything that's in magnesium breakthrough. So yeah, just I, I, as a logical guy, this is good stuff.
0: Yeah, finally, because I tried the sprays uh, for a long time. I just couldn't like spray enough to get the benefit
1: I I got a rash sometimes Mm -hmm. you you have to cover yourself in this oily stuff Mm -hmm. and it's also possible to use magnesium chloride as a supplement and you didn't put it in here Mm -hmm. which is a good thing because too much magnesium chloride orally can kill you just like too much potassium chloride Mm -hmm. so those are forms that are best topical so I, I just think this is well formulated it's necessary so I'm happy that you came on the show thanks for giving listeners a discount Go to magbreakthrough.com slash Dave, enter coupon code Dave10 and get 10% off your purchase. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, guys. I'm not going to ask you my normal questions because you've both already answered them before. We know that you think you're going to live longer than me, and we've agreed that we're going to wrestle when we're 180 to see who's going to live longer. <laughs> All right. Have, have an awesome day. If you guys like the show, you learned some new stuff about magnesium, uh, do me a favor. Uh, go get some magnesium. And this is good stuff. And if you decide, I don't want to get this stuff, that's fine. Like, get some magnesium of some sort, and it's fine. All I can tell you is you're not going to get it from some some goddamn beans or kale or anything else (laughs) when you get these so-called nutrition experts saying, eat these whatevers because they're packed with so-and-so. No, they're not. Only if the soil is packed with it, and the soil will only be packed with it if animals crapped on the soil. And these damn vegans keep taking animal poop away from my vegetables. I don't know what to do about that. All I know is there's no magnesium in your food to speak of. You have no idea how much is in the head of cauliflower or broccoli you got today versus yesterday. You must supplement, not just with magnesium, but with all of the minerals, or you're not gonna like your life, and this is the best way that I know of to get your magnesium.
2: The Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey.